You are now tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect bar and bat mitzvah celebration. Offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. I know you're going to dig this. And here they are. Your hosts, Jordan Marshall, Dylan Weissman, and Mike Langser. It's official. That's going to that's be the new opening. It's official. Not that it's live, we're live. It's official. Man, everything everything feels official lately, dude. I, I know you and I have been grinding like opposite ends of the earth, but like, man, it it's very official. The, the only way we see each other is actually recording podcasts these days. So we're at episode, I think, 86. I believe you said 84 last week, but I think we were we were off. So we're at 84 plus one, carry the two, minus three, whatever. Um, so, hey, man, it's good to be back doing this. Um, yes, you yes, in absolutely. Chicago and Florida traveling this week. I was uh, Pennsylvania, Jersey, all over Jersey, North Jersey, South Jersey, all over the place. It's It's been a wild couple of weeks. It sure has, man. It sure has. And you know what? Like, I was just saying before, dude, I feel like we've been like, conquering the world lately man so many you know families so many touch points new connections uh the weeks have been crazy they've been going by super super fast and i feel like since we got that call you know that parties are back up jersey's back up and running like about a month or so ago i feel like we fast but we've done like two years worth of gigs bro it's it's crazy oh my god it's crazy there's a couple of like milestones and things I want to touch on before we get into today's topic, which is going to be leveling up your, your bar about mitzvah. But um, I I want to bring to your attention something, Jordan, and and actually for all of our listeners too, how crazy things have evolved in such a short amount of time. And and what I mean by that yesterday, I sent out some emails. I was trying to probe to get a couple uh, new reviews. We, we just hit 100 reviews on Google. So that's like a huge accomplishment for us. Uh, it's an explosive we, milestone, explosive yeah, milestone. So we were at like 98. So I went back through like my last month or two of, of clients. And I sent them just Jer- a little nudge. Jer- Jeremy Berg actually just shouted us out on that. Thanks, Jerry. We appreciate the love, man. Thanks for helping us get there. Yes, sir, appreciate absolutely. it. So here's, here's the crazy thing, Jordan. I went back through May and June clients, just sent them a quick little email. Hey, we'd love to hear from you if you could put a review up. On, right. on May 7th, I remember the party specifically. It was a party at a day camp. And it was our first party of the season, kind of back outdoors. And there was a lot of like awkwardness. Do we hold hands? Do we not hold hands? Should we be together? Should we hug? Should we not hug? Do we wear face masks? Do we not? That was May 7th. Today's July 1st. It's literally less than two months. And it's like that that feeling's gone. Like it's all back to normal. And and I could say that the parties that I did this past weekend felt no different than any party I did a year, two year, three years ago, right? Would you agree? I, it, I would totally agree, man. And, and and just to throw another log on the fire, I think that the parties now, it was funny, man. I, I was just really quick. I was out, you know, hosting an entertainment conference in Chicago last week. And one of the big topics that uh, one of our, you know, um, uh, one of our buddies in the industry was talking about uh, was how it's kind of going into the roaring 20s kind of feel. So like, 
man, not only are the events back and not only do the events feel like we haven't missed a step, but there's a little something extra on these gigs, man. People want to be in the moment. I feel like they want to be in the party mode. They want to, you know, celebrate with their friends and family. You're not seeing too many cell, you're not seeing as many cell phones as you were on the dance floor before right now. So it's a really cool, quirky, weird time in the entertainment world, man. It's, it's a great, it's a great time to be in it. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I, I can't believe you said that because I, I wasn't with you at all this week. And in fact, we hardly have connected in the last week and a party I did this past Saturday, the client, and the event planner both commented that the kids were not on their cell phones. So like, wow, you know, like that, that, you know, you saw it in a whole different state Yeah, and they were just engaged. They were having fun. And listen, I don't want today's podcast to be all about COVID because I, I really want to put the garbage behind us, but I think it needed to be mentioned that like, yeah. And I think we're at a point, Mike, where it's not so much COVID concerned. It's it's like, look at how far we've come from this in yeah. such a short amount of time and look at where we're at. So it's all good. So what I want to do is talk about leveling up today. And the reason that the, 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 the way that this topic kind of popped in my mind is yesterday I was on the phone doing a conference call with a client who has a party coming up and they, they asked me the question. They said, what have you seen? That would just take our party to another level. And and they they themselves had some ideas. And I don't want to give away all of their ideas. You know, their party's coming up. Um, but you know, Jordan, we we're we're celebrating 15 years in in business as explosive, and each of us have years prior with other companies too. So, years and years and years. <laughs> so so let let's say, you know, in the last 15 to 20 years, you've seen some amazing things that I want to touch on different, like you know how to level up your montage, how to level up your photo booth, how to level up your grand entrance, how to level up the the yeah. farewell. And that's yeah. what today's podcast is going to be about. I think it's going to be quick firing, uh, you know, the X factors, the X factors. How do we take it to the, to the next, to the next level, man? I love it. So, so I, I'm, you know, we, we kind of did this one thing where we interviewed each other. We put each other on the spot. Let's do that today with no rehearsal sure. at all. I'm going to put you on the spot right now and say, what would you do to level up a cocktail hour, the start of a party? <sighs> start of a party right now. You know what? Cocktail hour is such a, a, a funny thing, especially in the bar and bar missile world. Cocktail hour, guys, really quick, just to kind of tailor it back. If you're not involved and active as a professional in cocktail hour, you're doing yourself a disservice. So, you know, we use cocktail hour and we say it time and time again as our time to really learn about our crowd, learn about the energy, the specific style of, of teen, specific style of parent of party goer that's in that room specifically. We use that whole first hour to kind of put feelers out. And, you know, the explosive way is always to be interactive, outgoing, fun, pop culture, doing anything that we need to do to connect with that crowd, with that type of audience at that time. I think to level it up, man, now is to take things, uh, you know, we've spent so much time working the digital end and working the the virtual end with, uh, you know, uh, ways that we can virtually enhance the event. Um, you know, maybe taking any one of those trivia games, any one of those, uh, those virtual uh, shows, incorporating a screen, incorporating a TV, you know, maybe you don't want the overall feel of like a game kind of, you know, setting at your event, but there's ways to incorporate it virtually where we could bring in a great host, um, an awesome gaming host, somebody that can kind of touch on some different trivia stuff. Maybe if the theme is exotic cars, we could do uh, a whole exotic car, you know, totally trivia show where like there's a puzzle up on the screen and all of a sudden screen pieces get revealed and it's a Bugatti under there, but whoever can get it first, 
you know, can kind of call out, you know, the name of the car. So there's, I feel with all the virtual that we've been doing in the COVID time, obviously not talking about that, but all the stuff that we learned during that, there's so many new tricks and trades and, and digital and virtual uh, enhancements that we could bring to the table that kind of actually make it a little bit easier too. you know, the, the talent doesn't have to be on property. Um, the talent could actually broadcast this and host this from wherever, you know what I mean? So not only is it a great, uh, you know, elevated enhancement, but you could also maybe save a couple of bucks too, a little bit. And that's a little inside secret. You know, if we don't actually have to produce the talent on site where you're putting an extra body in there, you can maybe save some money and still get a great, uh, digital outcome and something different, like a cool take on like a trivia game, you know? So, so to me, my, my answer to my own question uh, is, you know, cocktail hour doesn't have to be mellow and mm-hmm. cocktail hour can have a lot of life. And you hit on a couple things that, that I agree. Like we've done some really cool game shows during cocktail hour, like in it to win it is one of my favorite things and it breaks the ice. It, it gets people you know moving and excited, but you know, I, I want to publicly announce now that we've partnered up with a badass piano player that I can't wait to unveil in this market. And, you know, when you hear piano player, you kind of think like mellow, you know, playing the chords. And, you know, this dude is insane. And his his musical abilities are, are crazy. What he does is he rearranges the songs as if when he's playing the piano, it's almost like the piano is singing the song. So Love I'm envisioning like a sing-along cocktail hour kind of thing. And it's along the lines of like a dueling pianos, but without the duel, you know, it's, it's right. a single piano player. He's all, it sounds like he's almost dueling himself, which is even better. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, you know, leveling up cocktail hour is, is doesn't necessarily have to have a big price tag, but let's kick right. start that party right from the get. And, and Jordan, you know, we, we, we did the uh, wine trial party a couple weeks ago and we just recently released a blog, but you know, at their cocktail hour, they had human statues. That was a surprise. Bro, some of the coolest human statues I've ever seen. So, Mike, if you want to just describe, like, what, what that was, like, they looked like they were right out of Cooperstown. It literally looked like the family robbed the Baseball Hall of Fame <laughs> up at Cooperstown and put these statues uh, in their backyard. They were it, it, it was, right? It was a baseball-themed party, but very specifically not to be juvenile or – you know, cartoon-esque, how do you take baseball and make it elegant and formal? So these bronze painted models standing on um, rustic platforms looked legit, like you said, right out of Cooperstown, but they were, they were almost still models. Like they held the pose for a minute or two and then they shifted, you know, maybe they're holding the baseball bat. And And they did not break character, bro. They were incredible incredible like moving moving super slow to get to the bar mitzvah boy like really like hamming it up like perfectly man i mean like and that's the i think that's the biggest thing with a live talent too a live talent like that you need to find the look somebody's gonna look the part but somebody that also like kind of act that can act the part and get out there and perform and you know and it's just as gonna embrace the role you know what i mean these guys really embrace the role man it was it was something special some somebody asked me just the other day if they're doing a um um Hollywood theme, you know, what could we do? And the first thing that came to mind is red carpet and, and your know, celebrity interviews and step Oscar, Oscar statues, man. Make those statues, the Oscars yeah. straight up. So let, let's move on from cocktail hour, but those are just some well, items. To level Mike, up. I, did, I did want to hit, hit one other one too. That that's super simple. It's something that I'd like to get into more. And I think we should more as a brand and a company, um, something as simple as, as mixing cocktail hour. 
having a DJ in cocktail hour, man. Now I know that with our setups and when we put mitzvahs together, sometimes our uh, creative takes a little bit longer to set up. So it's sometimes tough for us as the performers to get a full other setup in cocktail hour. But think about, man, the vibe and the energy. If you have the ability, if you're in, uh, you know, one place, if you have your venue set up to where the cocktail is kind of like an overflow from an indoor into an outdoor, or maybe your cocktail hour is in the same room that you're having your event space, you know, ready to rock for having a DJ actually back there, creating a cocktail hour vibe can be a game changer, man. Now you're not just having people listening to a programmed set list or a Spotify list that somebody programmed in their bedroom on a Monday, you know, there, you actually have a DJ talent that's looking at your guests and can feel the energy and says, all right, where am I taking them? What can I test out? What can I have some fun with here? So something this like clearly, hour, clearly sets the moment and what you're saying and what, what my live musician piano player, and even think about my wedding, I had, you know, a human iPod guitar player, like his mm-hmm. nickname is the human iPod. He just literally sings and jams from song to song. Think about the theme of the party and how to tie it in. If your party was, you know, Miami, then having a DJ playing, you know, housey Miami vibes, mixing it during cocktail hour makes great sense. If your yep. party is, you know, uh, cruise ships or Jamaica or islands, then have a steel drummer. Like set yeah, that tone. Yeah, set that tone. Um, so let, let's move on from cocktail. The very next thing would be leveling up a grand entrance, I would say. Cool. Cool. And you know what? Uh, you want to kick this one off or do you want to, do you want to take it to me too? You want to flip it? Whatever I, you want. I, I'll take it. I'll give you a second to think cool. about it. Um, the grand entrance is, is an integral part of setting the tone. Music has to be right, right from the get. Like there's nothing worse than when we get a, a song list and the, the intro song is low energy. So start right there. I mean, that's just basics, but how do you level it up? An entrance video I love. Like if you've got a creative videographer or cinematographer on your team that makes a killer entrance video, um, Jessica Schwartz recently did it. And, and you, know, I, I could think of a couple others that were just so epic that it, it it's, it's like the prelude to a movie and like you just can't wait for that movie to start. So an entrance yep. video is one. And then – incorporating some of the special effects that we offer, like the sparks and the CO2, you know, having a burst of, you know, the doors open and a just giant cloud of smoke enters the room before the guest of honor breaks through or, or even in costume, um, you know, the Harry Potter theme party that we did where the dancers were regular dancers during cocktail hour. And just before grand entrance, they got all geared up in Harry Potter, Potter garb, um, you know, and the guest of honor was wearing the cape and like that entrance just set the tone. So, oh, my God. Absolutely. And and to actually piggyback off what you're saying, you know, guys, for everybody that's listening, uh, you know, clients, past, present, future. If you're planning, you know, obviously we're giving you guys uh, ideas that do come with a line item. They come with an additional cost, but you can be budget conscious, too. You know, the big thing for an intro- introduction and a grand entrance is to have a great picture or a great image be captured from it. So something budget friendly, you know, for like a sweet 16 or a bat mitzvah girl, maybe, you know, I'd have everybody, you know, take out their cell phones. Yo, Hey guys, here's what I need. We got to create a moment for Vanessa right now. We got to do something special. It's been over a year since we've got to party with everybody. I need y'all to take your cell phones out, not for a text, not for a post, not to put up your social media stuff, but I need y'all to hit your flashlights and we're going to put our flashlights up high in the air. Now this is free. This is completely free. This is like a completely free move that anybody could grab and take, and you could use this. Now, picture 
75, 100, 150 cell phone lights on, everybody waving back and forth for our grand entrance. That's a dope picture. That's a great shot that any videographer or photographer, anybody capturing the images is that photographer, anybody, even somebody on their cell phone is going to grab. That's going to be somebody's cover to their album. That's going to be, you know, definitely smashed in the, uh, in the, in the photo recap somewhere. So something like that is budget conscious and you still get a great introduction pop, you know? Yeah. And, and along the same lines, budget conscious, again, going back to Weintraub baseball party, we did something as simple as rally towels. It became something that the kids get to keep. It was a hot day out, so they actually got to, you know, have towels kind of pat themselves down. But it was part of the entrance. We made a point to have mm-hmm. every single guest with these red towels whipping them around in the air as part of the entrance. And just that little simple act of whipping a towel in the air adds so much energy to the room and, and excitement. And the photo and the video that comes out of that is just through the roof. And also, guys, too, don't be afraid to ask your talent, your, your DJ company, your entertainer, whoever you have rocking for you that day. You know, ask them to paint a picture. Be like, hey, guys, you know, we've been planning this party for, for, you know, forever for our friends, our family. Some of them got rescheduled two, three times out. You know, whoever's setting the tone that day without stealing the show, because obviously it's not about us. It's about our, you know, our guest family, our, our guest of honor. But somebody needs to paint a picture. Somebody needs to, you know, put the inflection in there. Let everybody know how crazy it's been putting this entire event together, how happy everybody is to be in front of everybody. You need to get them there. So, you know, don't be afraid to ask your talent, be like, yo, how's your storytelling? You know, like, can you paint that picture? Can you get all my guests there? Because people have had different rides leading up to the day that they're there on on an event date with, you know, their friends and family. Some might have come from out of state. Some might have come from up the block. Some might have come from the temple. Some might have come from, you know, whatever the, the Facebook, you know, group that you're a part of that likes to walk dogs after 12 midnight. Who knows? You know what I mean? You got to be ready to kind of fire on all cylinders. Well, listen, what, what you're saying we take for granted because of our team and the talent that we surround ourselves with. But this is where a client does need to know what are they getting themselves into and who are they hiring you? Is the MC a storyteller? Mm -hmm. Is the tech staff on site capable of producing this theatrical moment? And, and, you know, again, we kind of take it for granted and we're very good at what we do, but uh, a lot of what we actually just discussed actually were pretty complex, you know, like, you know, oh, yeah. timing the CO2, timing the sparks, having the towels whipped, you know, and doing it the right way so it doesn't look like a flop. I mean, imagine imagine the first time you picked up a microphone, Jordan, you were, you know, hosting a bar mitzvah and you then had to convince 150 people to turn on their flashlights while not losing the energy in the room or whip these towels around. Like, you know, there's, there's a, a method behind what we do and what other large professional and the second that I can put my finger on it and figure out what it is, I'll let you guys know. Yes. All right. So let's move on from the roll. Um, yeah, we would do a first dance set. I think that, um, yeah, there's ways to level up a first dance set, but I want to kind of jump past that. I think, uh, you know, having, well, having, unless you well, have this, this is actually, it's a really good topic right now, Mike, because let's be real, you know, there's been such a resurgence of events and gigs. And almost like there's not enough talent for the gigs. What's happening right now is you're getting a lot of uh, nightlife and bar-driven DJs that are now getting asked to do everything. So your dance sets are a little bit different now. The dance sets are coming with high energy. The dance sets are coming with remixes. The dance sets are coming with, you know, uh, tracks that are obviously known, but more energy, more stuff that's played out, I I think, in nightlife. So, you know, you're finding that those dance sets, especially those initial ones that are designed to get you up off the ground, 
are packed with super, super high energy and beats and, you know, just just crazy percussion and drums and just stuff that's going to get that energy hype. So you're seeing a lot of like, I think, hype, more hype, you know, entrance styled sets, so to speak. Okay. I agree with that. And, and I would say, know your audience, you know, yes. what you just described doesn't work for every family and doesn't work at every venue, you know, a daytime party or, uh, you know, a, a, a tropical theme might not be as club inspired, but uh, you know, the family, maybe it's more of a rock party, you know, like maybe it's rock theme. Like, you know, in, in fact, uh, you know, we recently did a grand entrance with um, Metallica, you know, but that was right for that party. Um, so, so no, know, knowing your, your audience now, I want to go to like the, 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 the difficult conversation that we have often sure. to, to say, at, I don't want people sitting you know, and, but dinner has to be served or lunch has to be served. And they say, well, I don't care. They'll eat anyway. Um, how do you address leveling up your dinner time, Jordan? So there's, you know, nobody dances for four hours straight and that's right. kind of a misconception. Like families are like, well, I want a four hour dance party. So how would you level up dinner or lunch so that they can have some sort of food or some sort of break, but still have like a, a great memory during that time? Man, I think that first and foremost for people, you hit the nail on the head, you know, like people want a dancing party and they don't factor in the time for food and those little flips. Um, I think the the main uh, component is keeping your, your food moving. You know, if you definitely want, if you don't want to feel that lull, immediately a cocktail influence style event, which we're finding is really has become the trend probably over the last, you know, year and a half or so uh, here in, in our Jersey market. Um, is that people do like to keep it moving. You know, uh, if you can find a good way to keep people's toes tapping and and kind of the energy flowing, like when we mix during dinner and, you know, we, we try to help our clients pick like fun, upbeat candle lighting music that'll keep everybody, you know, engaged and exciting. Because you all know like certain points uh, of a bar and bat mitzvah, not that it's a lull, but it's a tribute to the heritage. It's a tribute to what it's all about. And these are very, very important things. But if you can strategically keep it exciting and a beat, I think you're gonna you're gonna keep that energy on the floor because we really want to maximize the dance floor time. So you know, the more that we can keep food moving with different stations, um, you know, maybe it's different styles, or maybe it's a worldly cuisine. Maybe you have like a, like we have an around the world theme coming up uh, in uh, next month in San Francisco that we're flying out to do. And I know that the planner is doing different uh, food stations based on the places of travel that Austin, you know, has visited and stuff that he's like to go. And these are all going to come out at different points throughout the night. So the basic announcement is be like, Hey guys, listen, we have such a cuisine for you guys tonight. It features great dishes from all around the world. You know, our main course is going to be featured at different points throughout the evening. So keep it moving, keep it energized, grab a little something to eat, make sure you get your butts right back to the dance floor as we celebrate Austin all night long. So I think if, again, having a great host, that could put this in your brain to say, hey, this is not a normal sit down, stand up. Now we have salad. Now we have pasta. Now we have the main course. Now we're, you know, going like this where it's a constant roller coaster ride back and forth. If you can set the tone from the beginning, and again, that comes with, you know, your talent um, kind of running the show and, and, and dotting it and putting it all together for you, you're going to be set up for way more success. So I, I have, I want to say, two different solutions or answers at the same time. Mm. Um one is do the timing correct. Flip-flop, mm -hmm. you know, like like let the kids dance while the adults are eating or vice versa to keep that energy. And then that allows you to play 
the kids' music, you know, while the adults are eating and vice versa, you know, or like if it's one of those parties where there's a lot of older guests and you want some Sinatra, then let's get that. Let's let that happen while the kids are eating. So that there's one way to kind of level it up. The other item, Jordan, is let's not discount the idea of having dinner entertainment and you'll bring back the concept of the piano player. Like how cool would be if all of a sudden, boom, surprise, you got a piano player at your dinner hour and it becomes like a sing-along dinner um right you know, I, all while the kids are being engaged either on on the gaming on the sport on the sports gaming tables or maybe there's a small tournament maybe there's a silent disco going on you can really break it up or maybe it's for everybody maybe it's a show that maybe the bot mr girl is so into broadway and theater she wanted to you know have her own mini uh you know tribute to broadway and yeah. it's three different scenes and acts and you got a jersey boy number a wicked number and a rent number and they hit it Steam dads got costumes, and all of a sudden you have a DJ, you know, DJ entertainment and a dinner show. You yes. know what I mean? Like that's like unheard of. You, you kind of stole it from me because I, I was going to say a Cirque performance and right, same I, same exact thing. I, I've done that a bunch of times where all of a sudden, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to switch it up. It's time, you know, for dinner. You know, find your seats. Dinner's coming out, and then all of a sudden, an aerialist comes down, or you know, right. somebody dancing in a human champagne glass, or you know, um, you have the the hula hoop you know, extreme hula hoop shows like, you know, there's, there's really awesome things that can be done um, <coughs> during those times. Hey, you know, what? I got to go backwards. As I just said, Cirque, you know, what popped in my mind. Yeah. One of the best entrances that we've ever done. Um, man, v- Vanessa, I think Vanessa sweet 16. I'm going to go back like 10 years ago, the bubble entrance. Remember the, yeah, dude, that was with the human, with the human statues in the middle of the table too. We, we were, yes. we did that up North. So, so human statues during cocktail hour, and then the bat mitzvah girl came in uh, like this giant bubble. Sweet, six, like, sweet sixteen girl. Sweet 16, thank you. It's okay. The sweet sixteen uh, guest of honor got carted in in this giant bubble, and the bubble got bigger, 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 bigger. And then boom, it burst with confetti, and there she was. Like, talk about a cool grand entrance. And I don't know how many grand entrances have I seen. Uh, 80 a year, 50 a year. You know, and, I, and you know what though? Grand entrances are so funny because people obviously like for an entrance like that, there was a, a, an additional, um, you know, uh, cost to, to making that happen. But let me tell you the tone that that set from the get for the family, for the guest of honor, for everybody being like, yo, I know you've been to 70 sweet 16s for the past 70 weeks, but Vanessa is going to be different. This one's going to be outside the box. We literally hit people out the ground running and it, it set the tone for the whole night. So yeah, there was an added cost to that portion where people are like, Oh, it's only for five, 10 minutes. You know, I really don't understand spending that kind of money for, you know, to, to kick off the event that set the tone that kept the dance floor packed the entire night. So like you got to almost think like long-term and what you're trying to achieve. They wanted a rock and dance party. That the was Wizard of Oz party. Yeah. They, yeah. From that moment, they knew that this was not going to be like any other party they've ever attended. Right. Uh, so for the sake of time, I don't want to rush this because I think we're on. We're actually, story. we're actually okay, man. We're, we're, we're doing really good. We're, we're cool. What I want to say is how epic those entrances were and the first dance sets and the dinner that we're talking about. How do you end on the same level, Jordan? And how do you make sure guests don't, you know, do the cake, coffee, dip kind of thing? Well, I'll be perfectly honest. As an entertainer, I hate those words like, you know, 
ladies and gentlemen, you know, your dessert is located or let's grab coffee or, you know, when people hear those buzzwords in our industry, that signifies the end of the party that or like we're getting to the end. Whereas let's say you're partying on a Sunday night and, you know, hey, guys, we're getting ready to serve our dessert. People are like, oh, dessert, it's Sunday. Hmm. Down here by the Jersey Shore, I want to beat the traffic back. I got to get up for work early in the morning. I almost find different ways to like kind of say what I need to say. So if a, a banquet manager is like, hey, Jordan, can you announce dessert? Be like, sure, no problem. Once I have that whole crowd, we're up and we're rocking. They're like, hey, guys, if you got a sweet tooth, we got plenty of stuff for you right now. But let's put our hands up and rock this song out one time. But don't forget to grab your ice cream. You know what I mean? Like keep it fun, keep it energized almost to the point where I'm saying what I need to say, but I'm not telling you that it's the end of the party. You know what I mean? Like I feel like too many people get caught up on the wording and the wording will literally set you up to either keep that, keep that crowd, keep them rocking or bye. We're, we're out of here 45 minutes early, you know? So uh, again, this is, I have two answers for this one, but the first one is to have an invasion or activation of some sort at that last hour, you know, that's where the LED robot comes out. That's where the black light invasion comes out. Laura Loca. Yeah. Yeah. That, like that, that last hour is not a repeat of the two hours prior. That last hour is its own unique segment of time. And, and that will respark the energy and the interest. Um, because if it is the same and you know, you're just, you're continuing to play pit bull, you know, it's no different than two hours earlier. Uh, you know, man, I'm going to, I'm going to say it here first. I want to bring back fourth quarter. I want to bring back fourth quarter, man. We used to do fourth quarter back in the day. I used to switch the stage setup at Bidet Tikva. We got to come for September, man. We need some kind of outfit, something that the crew could change into. Okay. Maybe we could like flip the stage setup. We could move it from like, you know, by the, the DJ booth to the middle of the room. I don't know. Something to like change the dynamic to where people think they're in a new place. Even though you didn't change the room location, you didn't change the venue, the spot. Something changed the energy, you know, and that that's something the that fourth quarter was where we would just flip it up and it was like it was just fun on our end. So I want to bring stuff like that back, man. I think that's I super that. important right now. So it'd be really I, cool. I, I want to give a tip. And, and, you know, a lot of times I give a tip to family and say, be in your party, be present. Mm. Well, with dessert or with this last dance set more than ever is so important. If you were the host who are standing by the door saying goodbye to your guests it's going to be like an assembly line of just guest after guest saying goodbye, giving hugs and kisses. However, if you're the host, hostess, guest of honor, center of the stage, nobody's going to dare interrupt you while you're rocking and say, hug, come here for a second. I want to give you a hug and kiss and say goodbye. Right. Well, no. So you're going to inadvertently make your guests stay to the very last minute because you're having fun and energy is infectious. So it's all about training your people, having your yeah. people trained. So, you know, the worst thing that a host or hostess could do is, I, oh, my God, Jordan, I, I'm taking a side note. But, you know, the, the family that kind of plans their own party and then says, you know, a half hour before the end, I'm going to go and I'm going to get all the sweatshirts and I'm going to line them up. Well, that's right. doomsday. Like you as the host should not get the farewell parting gifts and line them up and worry about that stuff because you just set yourself in a position to – Say goodbye to everybody. You should be talking to your companies like Explosive, asking if they have their day of coordination staff that can help you with stuff like that because that's what's up. Guys, when there's moving parts, you want – Mike and I and Dylan, when when we're on here together, we talk about it all the time. You know, you are paying us very good money 
to come out and entertain. Like you don't want us in the kitchen. You don't want us checking to see when the bus is coming to get the kids out of here. You want us on that dance floor making every minute electric. And trust me, even when we do have to wear a bunch of hats and we have to do all this stuff, we're finding ways to do everything. But in a perfect world, you hire a coordinator for that. And we do have, you know, people on our team um, that can help you know, coordinate with that. So definitely ask your, you know, your entertainment company about that, about day of coordination or even month of coordination, you know, like everybody's time is crazy. So we get it. With with all that coordination with the right people in the driver's seat, they're going to direct you correctly. Like, you know, don't do dessert. Say say your party ends at 11 o'clock. Don't do dessert at 10. And then at 1030 introduce that a sweet truck is outside or there's a Mm -hmm. bar, like do that with the dessert. Like, all you're doing is actually dragging dessert longer. Like, you know, we, we've seen that where all of a sudden a food station happens and then another station happens, another station, like make it one epic, massive dessert and do it simultaneously or do it as the parting gift at the last 10 minutes of the night. But, but doing it, you know, every half hour, there's another dessert ish thing is, is, you know, recipe. For I mean, I don't much. mind. I love, I got a sweet tooth, bro. Bring, bring on the cake, man. Bring on whatever you got. I'll eat. Yeah. I love and, dessert. And speak with your venues about proper timing. Don't let them convince you to do dessert too early. You know, that that that's also a recipe for disaster. Dessert yeah. should be 60 minutes before the end, maybe even 45 minutes before the end, depending on the situation. But and but, I was gonna say, and the other cool part about about dessert too is and what I've noticed, man, we don't we we're a company that rarely takes breaks. You know, we're either always in the mix or always running a game or something like that. Dessert's also a perfect time. To like throw it back and hit some like fun sing along stuff that like you haven't heard in a minute. If you have a good DJ, if you have a good entertainment company, I always like taking dessert time and being like, all right, what kind of weird stuff can I play from when mom and dad were in college? What kind of weird stuff can I play from when, you know, these uh, bar and bat mitzvah girls and boys were, you know, uh, back in seventh grade, sixth grade when like take them back a little bit. Like, how can we like a great DJ, guys, is not going to be remembered for playing 24 karat by Bruno Mars. It's just not going to happen. Like the, a great entertainment company and DJ is going to make you be like, Oh man, I forgot about that song or, Oh dude, where'd he pull that from? So, you know, find some, like I love to dig, you love to dig Mike. I mean like our music knowledge like really goes deep. So I think that these are like great points where it's not time to, to go grab a bowl of ice cream and, you know, have, have a drink and be like, yo, I'm taking a break. It's time to dig in. And let's keep mixing this crowd. Let's see what we could do. What what can we come up with? You know, right, right. So uh, I'll I'll leave you on this one, Jordan. I'll give you one opportunity. Last level up tip. Um, at, at any point in the party, last last tip to give to a family to just level it up. Man, uh, I would say honestly, you know, events are back in a, in a new fashion right now. You know what I mean? There's something special about throwing a bar bat mitzvah, a sweet 16, a wedding, a birthday party. Any excuse to get out and celebrate right now is is something very, very special. So I think almost like, you know, we're all super social as it is. Just be real to your your guests, to people. Be like, hey, guys, listen. Be like, this is the first real opportunity we're having to get everybody together that we love. I think the more of a personalized role that families and, 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 you know, and the people near and dear that are developing these events take towards building the event and, and telling their guests and telling their family and friends, be like, yo, we want you guys to turn up 
We haven't seen you in so long. We're so excited to hit that dance floor. Zachary has been counting down. He's been rescheduling and scheduling his bar mitzvah for the past two years, and he is ready to rock. You know, the more fun that we have with it and the more of a, of a, of a you know, a, an upbeat manner that we have with, with, you know, putting our events together, even if they were rescheduled and you're doing it two, three, four times, tell your family how you're feeling. Let, like communicate better with your guests. Your guests are going to feed off that. They're going to love that. They're going to be like, you know what? Charlie and Ashley, they want us to turn up for Zach. We got to get there. We got to hit that dance floor. You know, the more that, that we can kind of, you know, put it out there and let people know, that, Hey, we want to party with you. We want to hug it out on the dance floor. We want that, you know, the electricity through the roof, let them know what's up. A lot of people don't, don't express, I think what they're looking for to their guests. But if you just tell them, I mean, you're basically saying it, it from your, your, your host and hostess, we want you guys in it. You know what I mean? How can you say no to that? So I think just being more uh, upfront, clear and clear cut with your guests and the people that are attending, let them know you want to have a great time. And yeah. we're, we're looking to you. We're looking to you to help be our cheerleaders. Let's go. And, and I'm going to say that they can do that by setting the tone, by picking the right venue, picking the right um, setup, picking the right team. You know, once once they leveling up is really simple if you just have the right vision. And, you know, you know, you, you want this big, massive trussing with a lot of lighting. Well, you're setting the, the expectation to your guests that. This is going to be badass just from walking in and seeing a monstrous setup. You know, when they see a diesel staff, you know, not just one DJ, one MC, two dancers, but, you know, there's six dancers or there's costumed performers. You're leveling up by setting that tone. And whatever it is that you choose, whether it's a unique venue or a giant setup or, uh, you know, a, a performer at a cocktail hour, um, let that tone tell the story of what your expectations are. Um, and don't be afraid to think out of the box. You know, like you, I'll go back to my days at Kathmandu where we did a dessert themed party where dessert was first. It's amazing. Flipping the script. Like guests came in and cocktail hour was actually dessert. You were eating cannolis and chocolate covered pretzels and, you know, uh, uh, fried Oreos at cocktail hour. Best day ever. Flip the script. They totally changed. The, let's, let's, Get you drunk and sugar rush early yep. so that yep. the rest of the party rocks. So, like, think out of Absolutely. Mind. It's quite all right. So let's uh, let's tie a bow on this one, Jordan. We are episode 87. Take them home, baby. Take them home. Episode 87. Leveling up. There's a lot of tips in this one. I almost think, like, God, if I had the time, I should bullet point them and put them in the show notes. Maybe it's Could be a blog. Could be a blog. We need an intern. Uh, but uh, hey, man, it's good doing this again. Um, let's get back on the train of weekly or bi-weekly Mastering Mitzvah podcast. Families, you're home right now. Your kids are away at sleepaway camp. This now is the time to plan. Totally. Yep, totally. Reach out. We're here. We can't wait to help you plan the next big day. Enjoy your weekend. Happy 4th of July weekend. Party hard, party safe. And we'll catch you guys next week. See ya.